Welcome back, friends, to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. Today's episode going to be one of our favorites. It's all about how movies are made. How the sausage is made, as we like to say. <laughs> I'm Abe Broman, and I am the sausage king of Chicago. What? <laughs> Guys, it's I have no movie, idea what he's talking about. It's a movie reference. Hello. Oh, okay, whatever. that'll be our trivia. That'll be our trivia. First one to to uh, guess the reference. That what what famous '80s film is Abe Broman in? Who knows? <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> the first one to guess it. Welcome to our office. Gets to you guys. be the first one to guess it. I don't have any prizes to give away. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I have endless movie trivia. So if anybody really wanted to know, this is about how our days go <laughs> when we have to have conversation, <laughs> something like this will come up. I start off serious. Mm-hmm. He gives movie trivia that I have no idea what he's talking about. Because mm-hmm. me, I like music. You ask me lyrics to a song, I can get, I don't know, I got white girl versions though. So yes, you, gotta... you do, you have... <laughs> You have the white girl versions of every song. <laughs> and, Ask and, our children. And then, yes, the junior white girls. Okay, anyway, we're talking about <laughs> movies today. Let's make some movies. Oh, we've got one here that we made through our nonprofit Fearless Features, uh-huh. and now we're working on a second, which mm-hmm. is super exciting. <clears throat> so, yeah, how, how the sausage is made. It's that when people want to talk about how movies are made i always liken it to do you really want to know how the sausage is made because it's like hot dogs everybody likes the end product but if you really knew all the ingredients then you probably would never eat a hot dog again i wasn't sure where you were going with this i i wasn't sure i wanted to watch any more movies (laughs) (laughs) because how glamorous is a life of making movies. Just oh, tell people Lord. about all of the glamorous things we get to do. Oh, yes. You know, walking down the red carpets mm-hmm. and driving in the limos around town. I mean, that's the life, right? Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, no, it is hard work and love every minute of it. It is. I, I, I always liken it to a glorified construction worker. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. When you're when set you're up, shooting, tear down, set yeah. up, tear down. Yeah. Dig Rinse a, and repeat. Dig a hole, fill it back up. That's mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's um but we do love it. It's it's it is something that you either swear by it or at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 an addict an, an addiction uh to some. Uh, uh, you you either you either get exposed to it and you just fall in love with it. Or you get exposed to it, and you think these people are all crazy, and you don't uh, want. Which else the latter is it. usually true. <clears throat> Most <laughs> a lot of people don't last. It's not for everybody. It's really not. And you know, we're being facetious. There's there really is not a lot of glamour in it. It's it's like any other occupation. Long hours, mm-hmm. a lot of constant learning, trial by error, and. Um, it's it's like any other entrepreneurial venture or mm-hmm. you know inventing some new product some new widget they all go through the same stages and so in the movie industry we have 
you know, a little bit different lingo, but it's, uh, uh, the, the glamorous part of it is, is rare and mm-hmm. few and far between. So the film that we are currently working on is called the mind polluters. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the stages of making a movie, um, we get asked this a lot, like, yeah. What 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 are you guys doing now? And when we try and tell people which stage in the production we're at, mm-hmm. then it's you get the deer in the headlights look. Right. What? <laughs> you're in. Are you doing what now? So uh, it, when you're making a film, it's it always starts off with the concept, right? It's always just an idea. Wouldn't it be cool if you fill in the blank? If we made a movie about this, and that is. That's where every film starts. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it starts with a concept. So let's let's kind of break down. There's in our world, just talking about movies, we're not necessarily talking about television. Right. Because we don't really do television. No. <clears throat> in the movie world, there's two big genres, if you will. There's drama and then there's documentary. And... Then there's a lot of subgenres under those, but dramas are m- traditional movies that have a script and they have actors and and you set up scenes and you and you tell a story that's all scripted out in advance. And then there's documentaries, which shouldn't really have a script. Um, so to an extent, they do, but you shouldn't really go into a documentary film with a pre-established script because that's a pre-established narrative, mm-hmm. if you will. So now there are plenty of filmmakers out there that do that. Um, and depending on what the subject matter is or, uh, you know, that, that fits to a certain degree. But um, in the first phase, once you've got the idea, then you go into what's called the development phase. And so just like any other product or widget or invention, development phase is where you're conceptualizing and you're talking about, now, if I made this, who would buy this? And where would I sell this? And, you know, what would it be useful for? You know, you're, you're thinking about, uh, about the end product. You're thinking about the market. And in the case of movies, you're thinking about your market is who's your audience. And so sometimes in those early discussions, you're talking about, well, I want to do a film about this. And then you balance that with, yes, but will anybody watch it? And so sometimes that'll change the concept of the kind of a film or storyline that you're doing, because you might realize that it's going to be a hard sell. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that changes your mind. Sometimes it doesn't. So when we had these early discussions at, at the development phase of Inwood Drive, what were those discussions like for us when we said, okay, it's going to be telling this story? <laughs> we said, we're going to do it anyway. We said, we're going to do it anyway. Is <laughs> <laughs> basically where it came back to because you just know, especially with a film about abortion or mm-hmm. anything related to abortion it's going to be a hard sell across the board. Yep. And which indeed, indeed, we were right. It it was. 
but we're going to do it anyway as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that was really the, the deciding factor. And it has not been easy by any oh, stretch my at word, all. No. Not even, not even close. You know, we, and we've talked about this on past episodes of just how, um, how many, how many people people and companies would kind of circle around it mm-hmm. and tell you how good it was that, oh, we really like this, but we're not going to touch it with a 10-foot cattle prod <laughs> right. because it's about abortion. Mm-hmm. And so, well, what good does that really do you in the end, right? You really liked it, but you're not going to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking that back to when you're in the development stage of a film, those are the kinds of discussions that you have mm-hmm. of, you know, Who's going to watch this? And so it's funny that one of the distribution companies that we had conversations with, and I was talking to a friend of mine who's also a producer who had dealt with them. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about that when he talks to them, they're always looking for films for Becky 34. (laughs) And Becky 34 is how they describe their, their target audience for the kinds of films that they look for. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a mom, her name is Becky and she's 34 years old and you can kind of, you know, map her out from there, right? right. It's it's pri- so it's primarily female. She's got children, she drives a minivan. I mean, all those things and that's that's a that's an audience demographic. So, um we when we did Inwood, there was we 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 knew pretty well who the demographic was. It wasn't Becky 34 though. No. <laughs> I think we said it was like Linda 58 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's really for our, it was, it's really for the right to life organizations. Right. It's really for people to see why it's important for you to get involved in your community and why it's important to vote Mm pro-life. So much happens at a local level. So sometimes in the development phase, those, those decisions, you know, you kind of go back and forth and it, it, it can adjust what you're making your film about. Uh, And sometimes it doesn't, you just say, yep, I know it's going to be hard. We're doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. And so in the case of Inwood, that's how it was. Um, in the case of the mind polluters, it's kind of the same thing. We, we know going in that it is a subject that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. We know that it's going to be a tough sell, Mm -hmm. but we also know that if we do a, the, the, if we do a good job telling the story and engaging the audience that the audience will find it right, and they will engage. Well, and I, I think it's it's one of those things you really have to step back. The reasons for starting a ministry like Fearless Features was so that we could reach more people. Mm-hmm. And being able, I mean, the gospel was shared in Inwood Drive. The gospel will be shared in the mind polluters. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're going to do it anyway, as mm-hmm. unto the Lord. Yeah. So in development, then you're also making decisions on budgeting and how you're going to pay for the, pay, pay for the movie. Um, and sometimes, so sometimes that's, you know, forming business relationships with other film production companies or distributors. Um, and when we talk about distributors, we're talking about companies that release films. So, 
good examples of distributors that people know. Uh, Disney, right? They are a studio and a distributor. They take their own product to market. Um, and I'll just say right now, Fearless Features is its own distributor. Fearless Features is its own mini studio <laughs> <laughs> by default. What right. it has become, who, who I never, <clears throat> never imagined. Right. You know, we, we kind of laugh and joke, but just on a side note. We laugh and joke, you know, when we started Fearless Features, we were just telling people's personal testimonies. Mm-hmm. We we did too and really felt the Lord calling us to make movies. We make a movie and suddenly now we're a production studio, a distributor, um, authors, and publishers. Publishers, Book yeah. publishers. So I'm like, um, didn't really see this coming, but oh, we, hey. Hey, we do podcasting too. Oh, and podcasting. Yeah. Here we are. So, all right. So moving on then, once you, once you move past the uh, development phase in a film, then you go into what's called pre-production. So this is where you start scheduling things. Okay, so just just roughly before we move on, so how long does development usually take? That's that's like asking how long is a piece of rope? <laughs> just, wanted to, just wanted to clarify. <laughs> development can take months years. to years. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So we have one that we've had in development for... Uh, what going on six years yeah because it's such an intense because it's a huge project film. it's yeah. huge yeah <laughs> okay move on <laughs> so then you go into pre-production so pre-production is when you start scheduling things and you start uh making decisions about cast and locations and crew and what kind of camera are you gonna use and <clears throat> you know format and things like that and and these are all in relation to those decisions those those big dis, uh, kind of big picture decisions that you made back in development mm-hmm. where you know if you know your audience then that thing artistically um that dictates how you present the film visually and acoustically right mm-hmm. so for instance uh if you're making a this is my favorite kind of film to pick on. If you're making a zombie film, right? <laughs> if I say zombie film and then just let you think for a minute, then you can probably describe at least a half a dozen characteristics of a zombie film. It's gritty. It's dark. It's bloody. bloody um, you know, real dynamic, high tension sound and the music. And uh, Okay, so that's... That is not the same as a Becky 34 movie, no. right? Which no. is more like a Hallmark Channel yeah. type of a film. <laughs> you go to Hallmark Channel, they all look the same. They all sound the same. They're all very clean and bright. Mm-hmm. Right? So all those decisions <clears throat> are made beforehand. And then when you get into pre-production, then uh, then you're you're making decisions on cameras and lenses and things like that. That all goes down to... Okay, well, we already know kind of who we're trying to appeal to, so we're not going to shoot it like this. We're going to shoot it like this, right, mm-hmm. because it's a little more appealing. So that's pre-production. So pre-production usually is – it can be several months. <clears throat> it, it just, it just depends. depends. The rule of thumb usually it, in in a low budget, the lower the budget, the more pre-production time you need. So my very first movie – we did uh, 
our ratio of pre-production time to production time was 10 to 1. So we spent 10 times as much time planning. So for every one day of filming, we had spent 10 days planning. And that was pretty extraordinary. And can I just say, um, Inwood Drive, I remember I read an article in May of 2018 and July we started shooting. Right. So or, that or was... we, so we didn't start shooting. We had our first, we had our first sit down um, conversation. Yeah. We actually started filming in October. Yeah. Because we had a baby two weeks later after <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was the whole, that whole thing. Right. There, there was that incident. So, <laughs> so it's a great idea, you know, see an article in May, you're mm-hmm. very pregnant and emotional. And by July, you're having conversations, getting into this, you know, mm-hmm. starting to schedule idea. And then two weeks later, you have a baby. I mean, who, sounds like the perfect plan. Yeah. It, well, it worked out. So, um, and so like when you're doing, when you're doing documentaries, these timetables tend to kind of melt into each other. So you could start, you could still be in development on part of the film. Like you could start scheduling interviews, not knowing who all of your interviews are going to be. Right. So you can say, well, we've got a handful of people that we know we're going to talk to, and we've got a really good idea of what we want to talk to them about. So we'll go ahead and schedule those. And some of the other ones we're still working on. So you're, you've kind of got both stages going on at the same time. But uh, pre-production, that's what you're doing. You're, you're scheduling things. And then pretty much as soon as you start filming that first scene or that first interview or that first shot, and then you're in production. And generally uh, with, a, uh, with a dramatic film, something that's scripted, production the average Hallmark movie, just as an example, is is usually about an 18 to 24 day shoot. And um, cumulatively, I, what, how, what did we figure Inwood was by the time it was done? I think it was 36 cumulative shoot days. Shoot days, yeah. I think that was spread out over, Two, over a year. A year and a half? Yeah, it was... Because we had to wait for so long on right. some of these things. Right. So you'd do an interview and then you'd, it'd be two, three weeks before you'd shoot anything else. And in the meantime, you're sorting through everything that you've shot. So um, documentaries, you know, they that process can just go on and on and on. So once you've shot the film, then you go into what's called post-production um, also known as editorial. And That's this where is, the magic happens. This is where all the magic happens. <laughs> yeah. And this is just where you start sorting all of this out. And, um, it, it takes months. Well, it, it depends on your crew size. I mean, if yeah. you've got multiple editors or, you know, it, it just depends on who you're working with. Right. So, uh, and it, it depends on, so if it's something scripted, and you go in and you sit down. So the, my my second movie is a better example where we we were we filmed for eighteen days and then we edited for um, four weeks and then it went to audio 
to have the music and the the sound mix done for another four weeks. So it was, you know, two months of editing for an 18-day shooting schedule. Right. Um, documentaries can take a lot, lot longer, especially if they're unscripted, which... Well, and when you're piecing stuff together, you have to, you don't know, you don't, if you don't have all of the footage, you don't right. know what everyone is saying and you... You can't just start piecing it together without knowing the full context of everyone's interview. <laughs> right. So so imagine when like when we'll do an interview, usually an interview for one of our documentaries, uh, like for Inwood, the average interview length was probably 45 to 60 minutes. That's what I say, about an hour. So you get about an hour of somebody talking. For each one. And we had nine different people. There were nine different in people Inwood. in that film. Yeah. Um, so that's nine hours of that that you have to go through and you can't speed through that Mm -mm. so sometimes you'll shoot that and then it might be a week or two before you get back to it and so the first thing you do is you bring the footage in and then you do what's called logging and that's where you go through and you're basically you have to listen back to it you make notes a second time (laughs) a second day you start making notes of okay this is good this is not something i would use and you start kind of sorting it out and this can take days yeah you know just to go through an hour interview and um then sometimes well a lot of times with documentaries it you'll you'll do that process and then you won't come back to those interviews again for weeks maybe months while you're going off and acquiring other interviews or other other footage and so the the editing process in a documentary can go for months and months and months because a lot of times you're kind of backtracking going, okay, I forgot where I was. I got to go back and get this. So we've, you know, we've had people that we, that we, uh, chased around trying to get interviews. It took sometimes can take months just to get on somebody's schedule. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, being able to get all that and, and, and get it to make sense with everything else you've shot. So that's the post-production process. And then the movie's done, right? You get the movie all done, and then it's magical, and then... Or not. Because, see, <laughs> the, the easy part is making a movie. Honestly, like, anybody yeah. can make a movie. Yeah. If you If you... It doesn't... I don't want to, you know, diminish what we do, but in the grand scheme of things, that, that really is the easy part. What's the hard part is marketing. Yeah. Because just just go online, just go on Amazon, just go on Vudu, just go and look at how many films there are. Now, how is your film going to stand out? Well, that's all marketing. And that's a completely different ballgame. And so I can point to way more. You can, you can leave that to the marketing department, the people who you hire to do that. Right. Who did we hire to do that? Oh, <laughs> shoot. Because to hire people takes funding. <laughs> Let's not go there. So all of this Because we're going to do it anyway. Right, right. So all of this is to illustrate the, the process of making movies is, um, it's, a, it's a fascinating one. It's a, it's a grueling one. Um, I'll give but you an example. It's so rewarding. It is rewarding. But I'll give you an example. We, we, we very rarely do television production anymore but we we did a quick turnaround tv commercial that we just finished that we shot over the weekend 
and to give people an example of the kinds of hours um, and and schedules that go into something like this. Um, <laughs> you guys, this was a 15 second spot. It was, it was a 15 second spot. But to get the right lighting, we wanted to be in front of a Christmas tree uh, with that beautiful dawn light. So we were, you know, 8.30 on a Saturday morning out at this Christmas tree. And Christmas tree lights do not work. So then we get to put lights on, blinking lights on the tree in (laughs) post-production. And the graphics, those were fun. And graphics. I love graphics department. That's me. But anyway, I mean, the so the the glamour aspect of it. I mean, it is you're you're up way way early so that you can get the right light for things, and um, and then you're you have days that will go very very long, <clears throat> and it it grinds on some people. Some people they don't they just can't handle it. For us, so, it's just so, it's the way it is. That's right. So then the, the movie's done. Okay, and we'll talk about marketing some other time. So tell me. What is your favorite part about making movies? Hmm. It, I do. Boy, I have to think about that. I really, I really love being on set. I love being behind a camera and directing a scene or filming an interview because that's where, that's where the real creativity, you know, the first part of the creative, I, I love all of yeah. the stages, but I really love being behind a camera. And I love editing. And I love talking to people. I love the people that we get to interact mm-hmm. with. <laughs> See, we make a really good team. See, I remember, so I did I did a documentary years before you and I met uh-huh. that I shot over in Africa. Uh-huh. And it was one of those, you know, bucket list projects. Hey, you get a chance to shoot a movie in Africa. You should definitely do it. So I got a chance to do it. And you know what I realized? I was shooting... Uh, a marketing film for uh, an orphanage, basically. Uh-huh. And you know what I realized hmm. while there in Africa is that I'm not a terribly good interviewer. <laughs> it's not that I don't know how to talk to people. It's that I intimidate people and especially children, right? This was before we met, before I had my own children. And so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I was, I realized when I got back home to America and was looking through all these tapes and I went, you know, Mark, maybe it would be better if you stayed behind the camera and let somebody else ask. Way to be self-aware, babe. That's what I love about you. Just (laughs) self-aware. So that's why you're here. (laughs) Uh, No, it is. It's, it's fun. That's the process making movies. And, uh, and, and that's, that's where we're, so right now we're in, Development, getting ready to go into pre-production yeah. on the mind polluters. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to be a part of what we're doing, you can go to themindpolluters.com because mm-hmm. we are, we've started a GoFundMe page, right? Yep. The charity GoFundMe. Okay. So GoFundMe page, you can be part of what we're doing with the mind polluters. It is all about comprehensive sexual education where it came from and social emotional learning social emotional learning what and people are listening to this going what in the world are those well that's what the film is about visit themindpolluters.com themindpolluters.com oh and stay tuned for next week because we'll be talking about obscenities and exemptions (laughs) hey kids come back next week and we're gonna talk about obscenity (laughs) 
<laughs> you guys, seriously, that's all the time we have for today. We better cut it off now. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. And we hope you'll join us next week. We will be talking about obscenities and yes, exemptions. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Go visit themindpolluters.com. And as always, have a wonderfully blessed day. Bye-bye.